1: What's up? It is 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're going to be talking about a few Republicans who are trying to block cannabis legalization. We're also going to hear from Tammy Allison out of Texas. She's running for special election in District 6 this uh, Saturday. So, we're going to hear from her about legalization in Texas, but let's just get right into it. So, Tom, Mickey, happy Sunday. What's up?
2: Happy Sunday. Hey. Oh, I'm doing really well. It's beautiful and spring-like here in uh, the central Illinois area. How's it going over there? I'm feeling good. I did a little review this morning because I already had some moon rocks. They were the size of the little dingleberries, but uh, they hit hard. <laughs> Dingleberry moon rocks uh, is fueling Miggy right now. But, I mean, I just wanted to thank everybody for tuning in. You know, big ups and likes and subscribes because there's just so much news coming at us. When we started this podcast, like, let's... More than two years ago, but like two years and two months ago, uh, there was less cannabis legalization news. Now it's just coming in so flipping quick. And so thank you so much for tuning in. And if you you are a member, awesome. Uh, we're going to be playing Name That Strain later. We're going to give away this oh, yeah. shirt to whoever uh, gets the shirt. Yeah, nice. So uh, shout out to Eric Milliken. He was the the graphics on that and he printed out, us out some shirts. And if you haven't yet, you know, uh, smash the likes and subscribe and then you'll get our feeds because we've been going through what shirt we want to use for the tour. We have it down between one and three. And so then uh, next week we'll run the final and then somebody vote on the shirt uh, and we'll have that out here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, man, man that's a really nice design. It's really, I really dig them. But uh, uh like it too I mean like uh, It was a good uh, Miggy That was you You put us in touch With your guy That has t-shirts And so it's some art All that art That you guys are seeing On our uh, member page Or on our group page Community page Where we have those pictures And you can vote on them They are uh, done By Miggy's contact Some artists up uh, They are in Seattle Where are they man? Uh, south of Seattle uh, Gig Harbor area I believe uh,
3: That's uh, Blue Jay Apparel Is the oh. uh, The the print company And then uh, They're graphic artists But yeah Good people uh, they're the ones that did my original uh, binary four twenty uh, shirt. Um, just yeah, I haven't done anything with it. Uh, but meanwhile, we have uh, what we're talking about: the the, the headlines, right? Five states where Republicans are trying to block marijuana legalization. Like, yeah. like how silly is this, dude? Like, we talk all the time about how like we're not anti Republican.
2: We're not yeah, anti. We Our viewers, a lot of our viewers are Republican and they get so butthurt when they're like, oh, you guys are blaming the Republicans. These Republicans smoke weed. Oklahoma smokes weed. Like, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that it's you, but I am saying that for some reason, it's you. Well, exactly. And not just like,
3: okay, after this past four years and now with this like stance, this clear stance that says the Republican Party is not for legalization. That means in turn they're they're about incarcerating
2: their own constituents. That's right. There are they. So they they those Republicans that say that they do smoke and then they're like, all right, well, your party wants to arrest you. Uh, And so that's uh, South Dakota. Circuit Court struck down Amendment A back in February for the failure to submit Amendment A through proper constitutional procedures. And therefore, it was voided and the amendment has no effect. So she wrote that uh, it was Judge Christina Klinger in our decision. And the ruling is being appealed at the state Supreme Court. So let's see what happens in uh, South Dakota, where the administration, the Republican administration, Governor Nome sued, and then they had that, uh, that, that uh, legalization thrown out. And now they're just, trying to appeal it. Yeah, Just to will the people like it went through
3: with a huge margin of votes. Like, why would you say this is something you don't, like think is good like you think half your 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 constituents your your neighbors your your fellow citizens are high already and so this Mm -hmm. can't be a thing like this is clearly
2: Well, you know, let's also go to the second state that uh, CelebStoner.com decided to single out. It was Florida. We've covered a lot about Florida before, and Florida isn't the best. But in April 22nd, the state Supreme Court ruled that initiative effort to make it legal Florida was misleading, and it could not appear on the 2022 ballot. So they're already disqualifying legalization pushes in Florida from the ballot for next year. And so the organization had already completed more than 500,000 signatures. They need 900,000 and they have to start over. What was misleading about the language? According to the Chief Judge Charles Candy, a constitutional amendment cannot unequivocally permit or authorize conduct that is criminalized under federal law. A ballot summary suggesting otherwise is affirmatively misleading. And how would you reword that for states like legalization? Like how would you for a state initiative?
3: That's just the dumbest shit. I mean, petty bureaucracy
2: at its finest and also meanwhile in idaho legal florida i guess it should have been like uh screw the feds florida or i I just or don't put me in jail please or take my shit florida yeah (laughs) how about we make some money off of this legally florida hey florida here's some common sense Policy, come on, come on. If Florida had common sense, it would have moved to Virginia. Uh, Okay, and so in Idaho, the legislature is pushing the state constitutional ban on legalizing certain psychoactive drugs such as marijuana, and it would prevent medical or recreational marijuana from ever happening in the state. This bill, I believe, is done, though. It it stopped. It got halted. Well, let's hope so.
3: Yeah, not I'm pretty sure it is, but still, you have the, the. Uh, again, we're not anti Republican, but apparently Republicans are anti you. They're anti us. Uh, yeah. This this morning, dude, I was watching uh, um, uh, Chris Matthews Fox News. You know. Right great interviewer great great questions right and on there he had uh, both Lindsey Graham and uh, Kevin McCarthy the head of the goddamn Republican Party and, and you, have, have you listened to this man speak I never listened to him speak before and and, and I'm like how are you in charge like how, how is this ma-? he, he makes full sentences but the shit coming out makes no relevance to my life as a nine to five
2: human being right None well, of this he, shit- just, he probably just doesn't have any skin in the game he's been used to the flim flam and the grift for so long it's all he knows how to do <laughs> And then bad news out of Mississippi as well. Medical Marijuana Initiative 65 is being reviewed by the state Supreme Court. So uh, I get a lot of calls from Mississippi. They're like, I want to get them growing uh, licenses. I'm like, just a second. We don't know what's going to happen. We haven't seen any rules, regulations. Is it going to be Oklahoma or is it going to be Georgia? Because the difference between Oklahoma and Georgia's medical cannabis uh, licensing structures and scenes is night and day, like night and day different.
3: Right. And then you don't know anything until you actually have rules laid out. But, you know, a suit brought by a local mayor claims like in South Dakota, the
2: constitutional amendment was improper. I tell you, the improperness of these inconstitutional amendments. And then so I. first after you pass the legalization through the initiative you can always sue to overturn it but also some states i think idaho was one of them but they didn't make it this time they've changed the what you need to get signatures for an initiative so like they always try to first change the initiative process so it requires twice the signatures and that's going to try to kill it or second Let's say the signatures that are there and the actual ballot initiative passes, you know, because 90 percent of the people believe in legalized weed. Then you could sue them and say, like, oh, you can't do that. The federal government said you couldn't. Yeah, like, this is like the South, you know, the South going like, oh, the Fed say you can't do it. You know, it would just be rebellious of us to say that you you should. But they have a game plan against legalization. That's the issue, right? It's not the
3: Democrats fighting every, every uh, thing. You know, like the. I mean, Democrats are just as shitty at other things, but for this one issue, this one. American issue I care about the most. Like I don't give a F about most of the stuff, right? You know, the, the border's not crazy. I don't care about Israel, all the other stuff. Let's just take care of legalization. That way uh, fellow Americans, fellow citizens can all have an equal plane, an equal field. And, and that's right. not happening until you have these guys with a game plan fighting every single step. Like uh what else we got here? Uh, in addition in states that have recently passed legalization bills, New York, New Jersey, New
2: Mexico, and Virginia, there has been absolutely no Republican support. Yeah, we, we broadcasted a lot of those. And so when a state goes legal, we like to be there reporting on it uh, in a live stream because there's public access and streams everywhere. We're kind of trying to uh, record and capture that history of the legalization through this channel. And it's awesome that we have the ability to do that. If you believe that, hit the thumbs up. But. You remember watching those uh, bills being debated, and it's debated in the sense that the vociferous objections are always coming from the Republican side. Uh, meanwhile, the Democrats are explaining that this is going to lead to new business. The The things that they're saying on the other side are just made up. It's, it's just fear mongering, untethered yeah. from reality. And not only that, think about all the expungements that you get to do. Think of well, all the, uh, the, the the lives that you get a change for the benefit that you've already hurt. Yeah, yeah. Think about the the, the, the lack of uh,
3: time that needs to be spent fighting these petty-ass crimes and can actually be focused on doing real, like, things that help your community, not not, not putting kids in jail for a smell, <laughs> you know, yeah. for some bullshit probable cause. Because, you know, marijuana means you're actually a criminal. It means you have potential to, like, you know, kill uh, – you know, hundreds of people, I don't know, you know, cause that's, that's happened so many times in the, the, the 200 years since uh, you know, we've been around or the 20 years since legalization, like we've had, you know, it's all marijuana's fault. Every it's fucked up thing. Fault. It's
2: <laughs> terrible. And so like, what are the feds going to do? Are the feds going to do anything? Uh, you know, cause now a lot of them have made it out of the house, but then they're going to go to the Senate. Are they going to be? I mean, we have still haven't seen what Chuck Schumer is going to do. We'll find that out one day. But then, like, are there going to be any Republican supporters from the Senate? Maybe Ron Paul. That's it. But is,
3: what I means he? Yeah, he's Republican. Uh. But again, this is all just punning, right? It's just fucking the moving the, 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 the line a little more ahead, saying, we're trying, we're trying. It's their fault. Whereas, you know, clearly the Republicans are against it. In every aspect we've seen, there's never been, there's only one. Everybody's going to bring him up, right? We can all talk about the golden boy, Matt Gates, But sure. like, you know, let's also talk about the, the scandal he's involved in and the marijuana. The reason why, because of lobbyists, right? Mm. If there was no lobbyists, we wouldn't have half the shit we have going
2: on oh my gosh if there was no lobbyists we'd all be thin and beautiful and have no problems because nobody would have like had all those farm subsidies and beef subsidies and like you know uh just why is a cheeseburger at mcdonald's still 99 cents my I have no idea. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Why is it so freaking cheap? Are they subsidizing that burger? You know, but then as soon as you have lobbyists, somebody starts paying their, their, their congressman to get what they would like.
3: But that's the scandal with, with, with this Republican in particular with Gates. It's like he was given money, get, taking on trips, you know, having parties and entertained and, you know, at a high expense all for his yes vote on anything with with medical marijuana in his state. Like, that's just clearly how it works, and it sucks. And, and I wonder if our guest, Tammy, in Texas, if they, if they operate that same way.
2: Well, it would be interesting because uh, Texas has a very bad cannabis program. I mean, yeah. they do have a medical program, and it's basically their medical program is essentially hemp. Yeah, yeah, they, they legalize CBD for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of things that uh the, the guest is about but then uh, yeah well let's bring her on and talk to her about uh pardons and how legalizing helps yeah hey y'all great hey, tammy tammy thank you for joining us uh why don't you tell everybody who you are and what you're running for
4: well, thank you first and foremost for having me. I am Tammy Allison. I'm an attorney, a former senior Department of Justice attorney, um, work with the Office of the Pardon Attorney, former federal prosecutor, and also a former, former <laughs> senior attorney with the Federal Bureau of Prisons. So I launched my law firm, The Pardon Attorney, in November of 2020. And a lot has happened in the five-plus months since then. And most recently, I'm running for Congress in the special election right here in Texas is district six
2: district six where is district six in Texas
4: so that is tarrant county navarro county and ellis county most of you guys are familiar with cowboy stadium it's where cowboy stadium is that's where that's where tarrant county is
2: Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so big shout-out to everybody who's uh, tuning in from Texas. And if you live near Cowboy Stadium, remember, you have an election on the 1st. So don't space on that. Go out and and make sure that you vote for a pro-cannabis candidate. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Tammy, uh, what is your position on cannabis? I'm
4: very pro-cannabis. I'm pro-Second Amendment and cannabis, you know. Um, A lot of people are shocked because it's like, you're running as a Democrat in Texas, and, you know, you're pro-Second Amendment and you're pro-cannabis, like, Make it make sense, but I'm, I'm sleeping on your girl. I'm making it make sense, but I don't know that they, they're not listening. They, a lot of people are so fake woke. They what? They sleep. But I'm, mm. we're, we're going to try to wake them up, though, right?
3: Right. That part. That seems like it's weird. Like, right? You're a Democrat. You're in Texas. Like, this seems like this already in their head. Like, like God forbid you have this like progressive idea of like, yo, you can. I want guns. I want guns, and I, and, I, and I want the gay guys with guns to, to protect their garden.
4: Yeah. Why not? Right. And here in Texas, like Tom mentioned, you know, cannabis has been legalized on a, for medical use only since 2015. But what I've been telling people throughout my very short campaign, because it's a special election, um, is that a lot of individuals that could qualify for the legal use of medical marijuana here in Texas, they are not able to, especially the veterans. And what happened is Of those medical illnesses that Texas allows, they do not allow individuals with PTSD to use cannabis. And as we all know, a lot of our beloved veterans have PTSD, and they've been fighting for a long time for the legalization of their use of cannabis. And even those people that can get that medical marijuana card in Texas, guess what? If you have that card, you automatically cannot possess a firearm in Texas. Damn. That part.
2: (laughs) Yeah the, the card issue is is very peculiar and this is one of the things that I've always been kind of upset by when it comes to cannabis and guns and and then the NRA who's purportedly out there trying to support um, the the lawful ownership of guns. If you fill out this ATF form uh, for the license transfer or the license sale of uh, firearms, I believe it's like ATF form 4735, something like that. I'd have to find the particular one, but there's a box you have to check. And so you check your box and you incriminate yourself and you disqualify yourself. And so That form violates your Fifth Amendment right against, you know, uh, self-incrimination. So it's unconstitutional. And then also it prejudices the exercise of your Second Amendment right. Why the the NRA has not like gone to bat for just knocking out this form is beyond me and bizarre. So I'm glad that you're standing up for gun owners rights and, and cannabis users rights. You know, it's it's okay to have a gun if you like weed.
4: You know, that's what I'm trying to push for. And the the thing is, is when I tell people about Texas's Compassionate Use Act, a lot of them don't even know about it. So beyond just the people that want to use it for medical purposes, the business ownership aspect of it is kind of being blocked for underrepresented groups, including those veterans. And as far as the NRA, you know, the NRA, is like it's twofold. Right. I kind of feel like they come in whenever it's a good look for them, and they kind of sit back and stay quiet whenever it's not so much. But the NRA actually has on their website a lot of good language on there for individuals that do have convictions, which is where my expertise is presidential pardons. Because right now, the only way to legally possess a firearm with a federal conviction is through a presidential pardon. So when I launched, yeah. I became the first minority-owned expert in presidential pardons and the third ever, but I'm the only person that brings up these nuances that kind of speak to underrepresented groups, which is anyone that lacks, you know, access to socioeconomic status or, you know, race gender so i'm really trying to hone in on that by talking about the importance of ownership not only the use of it because texas is definitely trending towards legalizing marijuana in texas just like virginia who would have thought virginia (laughs) what you
2: need to do like i love that it's just it's kind of like a sneak attack you go guys we're going to vote for this but it won't be effective for three years Oh, well, three years from now, it should be legal by then. You know, we'll figure it out. No problem. So Texas needs to just say, guys, we're going to legalize it in three years. Well, why don't we pass it in three years? Well, let's just get it out of the way now. Virginia legalized it so quick. It wasn't oh, even yeah. it was like a blip on the radar that just so came out. Well. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a
4: commonwealth say, I don't even think people understand, Tom. Like, Virginia?
0: Right. right.
3: Well, so- Texas- I'll go I'll, here. I'm sorry. I was saying Texas is like this last election almost turned purple. Like everybody was kind of like all apprehensive, and again we have these perceptions of like this is how an absolute way of things are going to be. You know, uh, people like data, and I was wondering like because Texas was one of the biggest states. Like you drive through Texas, you're like okay, I'm there goes a week,
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know what I'm
3: saying? It's just so big. But like I wonder, and, and Texas love their guns, and Texas love their alcohol. So I'm wondering what the numbers are, like, accidents that happen with guns and alcohol versus accidents that now that you have, like, the medical with the .5. Like, how much craziness happened with that legal marijuana and guns? None, probably. No. None.
4: The thing is is that I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but Dallas, which is outside of District 6, that's Dallas County, they just announced that they're no longer going to be arresting individuals that have two ounces or less of marijuana. Uh, unless of course you know they have a firearm with them which speaks right back to my second issue of guns because a lot of people don't realize what gets a lot of people caught up in the criminal justice system is that second offense of possession of a firearm if they had like like you say we're gonna go to jail for a smell but it's the gun charge too so hmm. you know we're trying to push for um reform on all of those issues but people have to understand that it all ties in together and that there's an ownership component that can put a lot of Money in our pockets If we start talking about the language the right way Tom and I I talked about how You know when we talk about the ownership part It's cannabis right But Mm -hmm. When we talk about people going to jail for a smell It's marijuana
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you probably see it too As a parting attorney Like these cases like it's not just a weak case right Like oh you had gun on you Or you're close to a school zone So you must be a you know racketeering Something or another like there's always trumped up shit on top of it Money laundering like, you're like, I'm just trying to sell weed. Listen,
4: and that's that's the, the crazy thing about it, right? A lot of people don't understand that when we talk about, you know, you know, Texas is trying to be next on the constitutional carry. For me, I'm like... That's actually a good thing, because we're going to see less people in underrepresented groups getting these charges of possession of a firearm without a license to carry. Because a lot of these gun control measures that were put into place literally were put into place to block underrepresented groups from legal possession of a firearm. So whenever we're seeing things like constitutional carry, listen, that's going to help with criminal justice reform. You cannot be criminal justice reform but be against constitutional carry
2: well you know what tammy that you know, thank yes. you for joining us and we have a, a story about h.r. 2830 but first we kind of spaced on the date we're way past 20 past the hour so that means that it's got to be 420 somewhere by now so uh with that i'll, I'll be right back everybody <laughs> So there's a new GOP bill that would protect marijuana consumers' Second Amendment rights. This is coming out of the marijuana moment. So it's H.R. 2830, the Gun Rights and Marijuana Act, filed on Thursday by Rep. Don Young, Republican from Arkansas. And two GOP co-sponsors, it adds a short provision to existing federal law specifying that the term unlawful user or addicted to any controlled substance shall not include a person by reason of unlawful use or addiction to marijuana. So uh, uh, what do you think about that? (laughs) Right.
4: And I, I feel like he was heavily influenced by my issues on my little uh, campaign over here because I've been screaming this since March 3rd when I announced my candidacy. So um, wow, <laughs> obviously I'm I'm for it. You know I have to uh, support it and respect it because individuals that are smoking cannabis, you know, you know, they should not be prevented from the lawful possession of a, a firearm because the 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 amount of a sentence that you get when you have a firearm conviction on top of something else. It is crazy, especially on the federal level. 924C is the statute. It's like mandatory minimum 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's something that we definitely need to have a conversation about.
3: I got mixed emotions yeah. over the, the the title, though, guys. Like, so gun rights and marijuana act. Like, sounds great, and the acronym's Graham. The Graham
2: Act. Come on, it's a weed. You thing. always have to have a silly acronym for your act. It's how Come it works. Congress.
4: Well, no, because, you know, they did that in 2019 when they first tried to introduce the Cannabis uh, Legalization Act. It was what? H.R.
2: 420? H.R. 420. Yeah, of course. They got to do something silly. Well, if we go to Michigan and we look at their rules and regulations for marijuana, you know what rules we have to go to? Which one? Rule 420. Yeah, oh, of shit. yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like, I think that it's a, an interesting, you know, by its by what it does, it, it would say that that's unlawful, useful person shall not include marijuana. So that creates an exception. That's great. And it's also by a couple of Republicans. And so yeah. that's true. I mean, like, Shocking. there you go. That's real action by them. And, yeah. and uh, it's also an opportunity to to be bipartisan. And so, like, all right. So now that if I mean, like, why are you going to uncheck that box? But keep it a crime is just a little mean. It's like, well, let's it's, let it be so they can have guns. But we're still going to keep it a crime for the smell. You're like, well, why? Why stop there? You know?
4: kind of like the the Moore Act that did pass the House that's awaiting, you know, Senate to to vote on it. You know, the Moore Act talks about replacing the term marijuana from the United States sentencing guideline and -hmm. replacing it with cannabis. But it doesn't talk about any type of retroactive sentencing guidelines that can address those individuals that are still currently incarcerated for marijuana offenses. Slapping a cute word like cannabis on top of it doesn't change anything. I think that there needs to be a a simultaneous way to address the ownership of cannabis business, while also talking about getting the people that are in prison a reduced sentence or let them out the same way they did in 2014 with the crack and powder cocaine disparities. Mm. That was a retroactive sentencing guideline amendment. Something very similar to that needs to be introduced because I think that will serve both parties' purpose. Both the Democrats and the Republicans can be happy and it's gonna take bipartisan effort. And that actually, in my opinion, Tom, that could lead to more states going ahead and legalizing cannabis for not just medical
3: purposes. I think you're right. I think you're totally right. If, if, if you, you enable, if you say, okay, here's your option. It's going to happen. I mean, it just makes
2: sense. There's nothing wrong with this freaking plant, people. Like, like everybody else knows it. right? If, if you have a knowledge of the plant, knowledge, understanding and experience of the plant, you are not in favor of its criminal prohibition. It's pure ignorance. It is a policy of pure ignorance. And then that's where it came from. That's how it continues. So, uh, you know, Tammy, I wanted to thank you so much and and get out there. And, you know, best of luck. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's, it's probably going to be just jam packed, filled with you're going to fundraisers or uh, what's your get out the vote strategy for the next week?
4: You know, just talking, doing more podcasts, doing more on-air live interviews that go with my capacity as the pardon attorney. And, you know, a lot of people ask me the same questions that why I am eager and I'm running for Congress here in Texas District 6 is the same reason why I quit the Department of Justice after 12 years. This those same reasons, me going so hard for the legalization of cannabis when I don't even smoke, okay? Nice. It's so that we can increase ownership in this industry and get rid of these silly rules the barriers to ownership from so many underrepresented groups and when i say underrepresented groups there's a lot of individuals that fall into that category so early voting is happening now the election is may 1st that is ellis county navarro county and tarrant county tammy allison
2: thank you Tammy. thanks so much awesome well let's go back to talking about something way less uplifting matt (laughs) gate Well, I mean, this is redundant now at this point, but this is the
3: actual article from the Orlando Senate. It'll talk about Matt Gates. investigators probing medical marijuana connection for possible corruption. And again, it's about. The, you know, uh, the lobbyist type shit, federal investigation. Yeah. yeah, I, well, I mean, there's not any lobbyist, right? This guy's a businessman who's involved in it, pay, trying to get his way. Uh, you know, uh, the newly revealed facet of Gates probe, being yeah. conducted by the Justice Department's Public Integrity Section is also exploring whether a 2018 trip to the Bahamas by Gates and his associates with several young women was part of an effort to illegally influence Gates. Again, influencing the politicians. That's all yeah. you're doing.
2: I instead me reading that I'm like there wait wait stop stop there's a justice of department has a public integrity section oh shit I would love to have cocktails with that dissection I mean I would love to sit down and be like okay let's go over some hypotheticals what's your opinion of this okay that's bad <laughs> what if we did it with what if she wasn't 17 but 18 less bad but still bad okay <laughs> And these are all the gifts things,
3: right? These guys, this guy just squandered all this money on him. I mean, this is the thing with people with money, they know how to get influenced by like, what? I was just showing him a really good time with this hundred dollar ball. I was just trying to
2: buy him off
3: so he would do what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, you know? But there's no average. money transaction, right? Like he didn't like officially like well they did demo shit to each other, but um yeah, that's probably another story of that. <laughs> but again, all he did was just like, well, not all he did, but he brought him to these yacht parties. You know, the, the the influence. The this is why we don't have nice things because mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. Gates had nothing to do with marijuana. He didn't care about justice or, you know these these guys are these like prima donna uh, figureheads. You know, they're they're like celebrity uh, like idols. You know, and people need to stop looking at them like that. The guys, are, it's like Tucker Carlson. You just got this big bag of flesh just talking and it's not anything coming out. Like, why do people give these guys validity? Much.
2: Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson to me, like when you say Tucker Carlson, I think confused dog wearing bow tie. Seriously and so enough. confused dog Wearing bow tie, just kind of staring at you, like very, very concerned by like whatever you've just said. It's a very confused doc, you know? Well, but uh, hey, that's, that's my take on Tucker Carlson. I'm sure that that's reductionist and also a little glib, but hey, it's what you come to expect from cannabis legalization news. Hey, but on the good side, North Carolina's trying to introduce a league bill to legalize. That is way better news than anything related to Matt Gates. Back in uplifting news. Hang on. Do we have a bumper for uplifting news yet? We should get a bumper for uplifting news. So we're like, yay! Oh. Not only that, you know what we haven't done yet, man? Got Name That Strain. We haven't played Name That Strain yet. <laughs> Remember, today's strain namer We'll win this T-shirt. Shout out to Eric Milliken, who hooked us up with him. If you name that strain, oh, you get a T-shirt. Oh, we're going to need to know your address and stuff. So, like, please do get in touch with us uh, after the show. You can go on, over to the Instagram and uh, follow me at Cannabis Industry Lawyer and then DM us. We'll, we'll get in touch with you. That's the strain. It is pretty darn frosty, if you ask me. Look at that. It looks like beautiful. somebody sprinkled sugar on top of a dank nugget. And the, the little hairs, the little red,
3: little stringy, little spaghetti hairs all over it. They look amazing. And the crystallization... Uh, manicuring.
2: And manicuring yes. is just so nice. I mean, there's some sugar leaf on there, but it's more sugar than leaf, so it's kind of okay. Uh, and anyway, those sugar leaves like that would also protect the highly volatile monoterpenes. Hey, which Tom, is why we're here. Tom was yeah. close. It's weed. It is. It's weed. (laughs) Only crap. We're going to have to get some information from them. But let's talk about North Carolina (laughs) legislatures. Even in North Carolina, the legislatures are introducing bills to legalize uh, marijuana. Uh, NC state lawmakers introduced legislation this week to legalize possession sale uh, of marijuana in the Tar Heel State. Democrat state reps John Autry, Allison Dolly, uh, Pricey Harrison, and Zach Hawkins introduced HB 617 on 420.
3: It would legalize possession of up to two ounces of most forms of cannabis. Thank God. Several cannabis plants and other cannabis products for people who are 21 or older. It also includes regulations on lab testing cannabis, taxation of marijuana products, creating cannabis related facilities and more. Nice. Mm. That sounds like a pretty positive thing. I mean, if it's not just like concentrates only.
2: You're above Florida already. Yep. And I am going to need to download that. How, how many pages is the statute right there? Is that draft? I can't make that out. It says uh, 19. 19? 19. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's uh, it's not going to cut it. But oh. uh, 19 pages is is okay for a start. I don't need to now, like, go get it. I mean, one of the things that I like to do when there's a bill that I think is actually going to be responsible for the new law in a particular jurisdiction, like North Carolina, a lot of people there. Uh, you, the bill, you, you read it, and that's, that's too short.
3: Yeah, well, the bill further uh, proposes expunging certain marijuana convictions for state residents in addition to creating an Office of Social Equity, which would be tasked with encouraging full participation in the regulated cannabis industry by people from communities that have previously been disproportionately harmed by the cannabis prohibition. I mean, it, it's got a good layout, right? It's a good outline.
2: Yeah, it is. It's a good outline, and I'm glad that it's somewhere to start. But I don't think it's going to necessarily be the thing that gets us over the finish line. However, I'll still give it a, a review. I mean, it's it's nice. Um, and then there's different state senators that are doing it for medical marijuana. That's, that's the thing. Like, North Carolina, I don't even think it has medical marijuana. And so if we had our state map up over at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, you can go to our map page and check the laws in your state. And then while you're there, please do get in touch with us. Um, sign up for our newsletter. Lots of good guesses, dude. This, so this strain. Oh, um... let's go back to name that strain. Let's put the strain back up there and then get some guesses and then talk about the strain a little bit more. Honestly, I've never heard of the name myself. Uh, but... Uh, uh, I've heard of the seed company, Humboldt Seed yes. Company. And so, yeah, that is uh, that is a strain from a Humboldt Seed Company uh, creation. So if you're familiar with their catalog, that really narrows it down, don't it?
3: I mean, it looks like a solid... I got nothing. I'm just, I
2: just like, well, like I, I like, like weed.
3: That. I'm like, it's pretty.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. There's no purpling really in it. And so like, it's got some pretty dense green and some uh, more light. Uh, so it's got forest and then, you know, light green and, and, a, and a pretty healthy frosty amount of um, trichomes that are just, they're good looking. They are you are. familiar with the lineage? I'm not. I'm not. Let's see if I can taste it real quick. All right, you do that, and I'm going to say, uh, how about we uh, do the green flower promotion while we're doing this? Oh, there you go. You know, I bet if you had more uh, training in cannabis, you'd be able to see that nugget, know the entire uh, Humboldt strain repertoire in your head and be like, it's clearly that. Did you know that Greenflower is offering access to nine cannabis certifications for less than the price of one? Right now you can get access not for $24,700 I'm sorry, $2,470 but just $497. Uh, And so let's bring that up and see exactly which certifications come with that. So for the $500 you'll get your cannabis fundamentals your cannabis cultivation your cannabis business essentials Patient care certification, medical applications, compliance and regulations, advocacy, CBD, and also your extraction certification. If you are looking for a good fundamental knowledge of the industry for five hundred dollars, I don't know where you can find it better than that. Uh, and there's there's that. So please do go to the uh, the link that is our first comment. Uh, this special is only running for another five days. It ends. It's a it's a April special. So uh, good luck. I'll be buying it for the company here in a bit.
3: You know, uh, a lot of people guessing. Uh, I, I, I've I, never heard of
2: any of this strain, dude. What would you get for a guess? Like, I, I would imagine. For like, a guess? Like, for a guess it, this has nothing to do with weed. Uh, this has uh, a lot more to do. No, you don't want to say ice cream because it really is. It's, it doesn't have to do with ice cream. And that'll just screw up all the guesses, you know. Uh, and the flavor is something that I never have seen on a cannabis description either. Yeah, mm, I, I would I would give it this, though, like it is one of those more of a West Coast named strain that's going to have the sweetness. And like so there's there's really sweet dessert. It's a name. dessert name, yes, but like uh, nice. not the one that everybody's going to start saying. It, it's not cake. OK, so <laughs> there you go. Get, get one that one out of the way from from your repertoire. And then we're looking for something desserty. Yeah. Um, something, something that, that Green is not desserty enough like I don't a know, candy like dessert, like candy like you know not cotton it candy <laughs> but it is candy that one's closer C3 is getting closer like a cheesecake so it's like more creamy aspect to it. pancake surprise houseplant joke pretty sweet I think that's one of the houseplant strains blueberry muffin no not enough purpling but we do have some blueberry muffin outdoor over there
3: we got uh, 260 people hanging out with us. Where's everybody from? I'm oh, cute.
2: yeah. Yeah. A big shout out to everybody who decided to hang out. Thanks so much. Smash them likes. Click subscribe and then tune in on. Uh, it'll go to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com and sign up for our, our newsletter because we'll email blast you a link to sign up for our webinar on Tuesday. What your cannabis sh- company should do in its first 90 days. Dude, the fat kid in me is reading all these names. I'm getting hungry. I'm sorry about that. All right. Let's do something about it. Oh, got it. No shit. Richie, we from Old Town. We are going to need you to DM me uh, so that you can get this shirt. And so uh, we're gonna mail out the cannabis legalization news shirt uh, uh, to you, Richie Jr. town uh, goes through, gets the caramel cream guess. Big I would have never got that one, dude. Never.
3: Like I never even heard of that shit.
2: Oh well, let's let's credit the uh, the grower. Uh, shout out to at Guerliomo twenty three twenty three. I believe is uh, how I would pronounce that, but I'm sure that it's wrong, and he would correct me if it is a he. <laughs>
3: It's whatever,
2: We will slander your names by accident <laughs> Yep, yep, yep We sure will And so, awesome Thanks so much for, for playing We do have some interesting bad news Out of the Senate uh, So do not expect a Senate marijuana banking vote Anytime soon A key chairman is saying while the House approved the Secure and Fair uh, Enforcement Banking Act this week along largely
3: part- bipartisan lines, Senate Banking Committee Chairman Sherrod Brown said the proposal hasn't won his support just yet because I think we need to look at a number of things. Like what? <laughs> Meanwhile, the House Bill House's sponsor, Rep. Ed uh, Perlmutter, says he's open to changing the proposal in a way that's amenable to the chairman if that helps move it forward. Like, what part of, like, just fairness and, and, and just... Equity and, and and being
2: like for everybody, the American like citizen. What part of this, you know? Mm. what you, I think, I think what the part is. It's like we need to look at a number of things. Where the fuck is Senator or Senator Schumer's bill? That's essentially what it is, because mm. we know that he doesn't want to steal the thunder from whatever he's doing. Soon, it's coming soon, uh, and and when it gets here, then we'll be able to like do a video about it uh, and react to the actual bill, but. We can't react to the bill until we have one. I mean, I think you're right
3: because Brown told Cleveland.com that he's been in talks with Senate Majority League, uh, Leader Chuck Schumer on the issue, and we'll see where it goes. I, I hate these theatrics, man. Like, this is, you know, everybody's going to be, you know, we're going go. to. I think writing
2: law takes longer than they thought. And so it was kind of like redoing your kitchen, and it's turned into a boondoggle. They're like, guys, we're going to do, do this. Uh, and I wanted to do this and this and this. And they're drafting it, and it's going to come out to be like four or 500 pages, something like that, you know? And so they don't. And I don't know what they're going to call it. I don't know when they're going to. Maybe they'll put it in in 710, right? Because then it would have been like, soon. He's been sooning us to death. We need to find in our repertoire of shows that we've done on this, uh, when we broke these stories about Soon and Schumer doing it. I bet it goes all the way back to January. Soon's been three months now. <laughs>
3: it, it's, it's been sooner for a while, and yeah. and I think it's not just the uh, uh, it takes a while to write a bill, but also it takes a while to get all these people like like we were talking about before with, with gerrymandering and you know the uh, 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 how you can delay um, filibuster. You know right. we have these different issues, and unless you get those spots cleared out first, you know filibustering. Th- what's the point? It's just like like we're uh, bills go die in committee. Like, like, you get your hopes up. You're like, oh, look, we made it this far. And no. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate
2: that. Yeah. Hit those likes and shares, please. You know it. You know it. I just opened a jar of Stinky Winky. Oh, jar of Stinky Winky. That is the strain that we have named. Miggy's just playing it by himself. Sometimes you have to. Look at that. That That's one's really all right. Man. That one's all right, man. Yeah. Let's no, I go just... to a better place. Your lungs. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Died a series of small fires.
2: Well, you know, getting into... Brown's mind, one of the reasons that Sherrod Brown, the Democrat from Ohio, is, is saying that he's trying to throw some cool water on the Safe Banking Act is the committee's been too much about Wall Street, not enough about housing, not enough about rural and urban affairs and people's everyday economic lives, and that's my focus. I will look at this seriously. We're not ready to move on it. So I think it's kind of like uh, read between the lines on that. If I was an M- MSO, I'd be like... Um, I need to I need to write some checks to Sherrod Brown and maybe he would start to see it our way, you know. But you know it's
3: oh god, it's so infuriating. Like like you can feel we can hear my eyes roll behind my head as as right. you're saying those because when they talk when these politicians talk about like it's not it's too much about Wall Street, right? Like mm-hmm. this bill will not help just Wall Street. It'll help citizens. Enough about housing, like not enough about housing money flowing through and, and, and channeling through communities will help housing, like. The legalization is is the thing that will affect all the things that you bring up that you don't have time for. Like this, this is like the one thing that we can just solve and help. It won't cure fucking everything, but it'll
2: give us a fucking chance. God damn. Speaking of things that don't cure anything, my webinars—they have not cured anything yet, but they are filled with uh, wonderful little nuggets. And evidently, we only have uh, ten more seats left to that webinar which means that uh go over to cannabis legalization news.com and sign up for our newsletter and you'll get notice of it or um i'm not sure uh lauren how how would we get them to get a link to the webinar
3: what do you got coming up
1: we could put a link in the comments let me get a real quick
2: sweet then- all right Licensing or, uh, of course. Yeah, it's going to be all about it's like, you know, because there's a lot of cannabis startups in the industry right now. uh, And and I've seen a lot of cannabis startups. One of the nice things about them is they'll start up and then they'll get to the United States, not the United States, Illinois or whatever state is going to be, you know, reviewing them. And then they just stop. Uh, So, yeah, hit us up over on Instagram. Yeah, I mean and, you- yeah, New Jersey, New York, like you know, New Jersey is an interesting one, uh, and so is Illinois. Like, what happened to those startups in 2019, and then in 2020 in Illinois, they went to court.
3: But it, the industry's still young. Like, if that's something you want to be involved in, it's still time to do it. If you have you know good credit, there's opportunities for everybody in different states. If your state's you know progressively going to legalization, you know, or if you have money to invest in the different states, that's that's above me though. <laughs> That's more your realm. People with money with this and other people.
2: <laughs> that's right. And that's why you have your Class A shares. Those ones are for qualified investors only. Hey, uh, man. anyway, man. Hey, good news uh,
3: in Birmingham, though. Oh, there you go. Rich, he wants to contact for your address. Uh, well,
2: then uh, when we take that off, he'll be able to see my Instagram handle right there. So just go on Instagram and, and search uh, Cannabis Industry Lawyer, all one word. Uh, follow me there. Get in touch with me.
3: So in Birmingham they they're about to pardon 15,000 people with marijuana convictions. First off, that's a lot of motherfucking convictions. On 420, Alabama's largest city issued blanket pardons for more than 15,000 people with misdemeanor marijuana convictions dating back to 1990. Yes, Burman, yeah. That's, that's pretty amazing. And that's a lot of convictions, considering, you know, well, I mean, it's a 30-year time span, but still.
2: Can we get Randall Woodfin on the show to give us, like, two minutes? Just be like, Randall, can we just get, like, you know, can you tell us why you did that? And then, thank you so much. That
3: was No awesome. kidding, dude. Yeah. Uh, Alabama, you know, it's it's. it's- it's so funny how the, these places are more progressive than most people think they are.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they, the, the, the cannabis issue is one of those ones where uh, it's, it's like homosexuality. I mean, 20 years ago, there was just this, this huge cloud over it for decades. Criminalization, all sorts of crap, like couldn't be themselves. And then suddenly it was just accepted and it was OK. Yeah. And then it just everything changed really, really quickly after that. And I think we're getting to that level of acceptance now for cannabis. And then the, we understand that the derision toward the cannabis plant is completely based on lies. And once the, once the community has that collective, like, you know, understanding that it's just bullshit, you know, the laws tend to go a little quicker.
3: Well, especially in the South, which I I am very impressed by as far as like, you know uh, again, the reason why cannabis has been uh, legalized, you know, or uh, prohibition exists is to empower Uh, bad behavior right to power like these racial uh uh, biasness the 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 manipulation of poor uh you know prohibition has nothing to do with what's right with people and so and then especially in the south that's been affected so hard by uh you know the past history of of like racism and control and manipulation and lies uh to see the empowerment with the internet and now and you know the, the the toothpaste is out we can't get this back in thank god that that prohibition doesn't work and and not just that it's meant to be not hurt. only
2: yeah not only does it prohibition not work it exacerbates the problem yeah it invents like with cannabis prohibition almost invents the problem because exactly. you can regulate this stuff you can provide benefit to the people and the public at large through the lawful use of this plant and instead you decided to criminalize it and ruin all these people's lives and then if they're caught with it plus a gun heinously punish them and so how many of the people that are serving federal time right now was cannabis plus a gun you know
3: i mean look at all the legal states how many of these legal states did this increased chaos happen how much how much how many of these legal states did they they actually regret and for the worse you know there's an outcry from the people none The outcry comes from fucking organizations like Sam and, you know, these made up groups that are small and, you know, it's about the size of a goddamn uh, uh, conference. Yeah.
2: And meanwhile, cannabis companies are good corporate citizens of their community. They give back to their community. They create very good jobs. They provide very real taxes to schools and to local municipalities that need that money in their budget. Illinois is a good example. Cannabis is now generating more tax than liquor. Yeah, and 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 like unfortunately, there's still like I believe
3: in Illinois, uh, uh, the, the, the incarceration and arrest is still uh, predominantly black for for cannabis crimes. But in the majority of other states, where like well, at least in my state, the criminality of cannabis is, is is nothing, dude. Like I smoke a joint walking down the street, passing a cop, and I'm not scared what one bit because he don't give about me. Right. And that's because there's other things to worry about, you know, like a pandemic, like someone with a gun or a machete, a lot of mental health issues that we have in our bigger cities. You know, cannabis isn't the issue. It's the law that's the issue. And and that's what it, it, it exasperates these bad uh, uh, policing, judicial. It, it's the the thing that's, like you said, exasperates the badness. Right. It makes Ex- it. Exacerbates.
0: <laughs> exasperates
2: would be like. <sighs> Oh, that's that's how I am most of the time. I'm exactly as masturbate would be like to make worse. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to cannabis legalization news, where we talk for a while. We're doing multi-syllabic <laughs> sentences. Moving on to Philly, their employers will not be able to test new hires for marijuana under a new bill. The Philadelphia Inquirer is reporting. That's fucking awesome. Many Philadelphia employers would be prohibited
3: from testing new hires for marijuana use under uh, legislation. City council approved Thursday. The bill by city council Derek green makes it illegal for companies to require a prospective employee to submit the two testing for the presence of marijuana before hiring them. Thank God. The mm-hmm. bill exempts many types of jobs, what it has to uh, include because anything with federal funding, that's the thing. Why don't you just say that? Just say anything with federal funding.
2: Well, They they need to come to a better understanding of it. So like the, the testing methodology that they have in these states where it's like, well, there's there's jobs that have like certain levels of care, you know, law enforcement, uh, commercial driver's license, health care, uh, you know, like so your doctor, do you want your doctor to test positive for cannabis? Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't want him like having a, a, a defective endocannabinoid system. Like, I don't want my doctor like saying, okay, well, he's in stasis. So, everybody, we're going to take a quick bowl break and then we'll get back to this uh, backyotomy right just like i don't
3: want my doctor going all right let's do a shot of tequila first before i finish this job because again there's time and places that we we expect people are going to conduct themselves in
2: society like, like after
0: this- the clock you know if if i get through the surgery
2: and my my bachyotomy is done and then i'll be like all right doctor let's go smoke but you because know what drug- the clock? yeah but you know what drug chest improves though
3: we like to do drugs no, well that too, but it proves that you can't tell what a fucking consumer looks like. Like someone performs really good at a job. Like, like when I was in the Navy, I had a buddy who, uh, really excelled, He smoked a lot of weed. He was from Riverside. Uh, he stayed with me. Uh, he, he smoked so much weed, uh, but he was also really good at his job. He he was so good he became sailor of the year. He was given a, a commendation that was no, like recognized on the whole West Coast. Like he was pretty big who to do like federally in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he went in undesignated. Uh, he did so good that they're like, you know what? We're going to give you a school. We want to train you. We want to make you a better now at this job that you're doing. And uh, he was like, great. So sailor of the year, all these commendations. Now he's on shore duty doing the school. The school did a random UA and he just got done doing bong hits that morning in my living room floor. And so he knew he was fucked. So uh, uh, he made plans. But again, drug testing proves that we don't know how to catch people. Right. We don't know who's bad. We don't know. You know, how do do you label people?
2: You're a bad person because you pee People do it, they judge all the time But you know, let's get back to good news Good news out of Rhode Island uh, Their cannabis industry Made history by joining local 328 So on April 5th, Yay. cannabis workers at Greenleaf Compassionate Care in Portsmouth Made history by becoming the first cannabis dispensary Workers in the state to unionize By joining the UFCW Local 328 Nice the food unions workers
3: uh and i'm pro union man I i think this is why legalization is good this is why it gives the workers rights it gives you protections and you're when you're in a state like right now we're, I'm all praising Oklahoma. We're all like, yay, Oklahoma. But also, well,
2: hang on. I'm not. I'm not. Because, like, in Oklahoma, you couldn't have this. When you have pure, unfettered exactly. everything where anybody can get this license, you have this race to the bottom. Every There are no regulations. What do you mean comply? Here, well, that's would you the thing. Like, would you like this for $4. I mean, like, it's, it's really anybody can get in. And so, like, with unions, they, they kind of come in more with the more limited market because if that marijuana dispensary wasn't pooping out a million bucks a month, that union, Immunization isn't going to be as um, likely if it was just more of a regular store, regular shop, you know?
3: Sure. But, you know, a lot of these businesses, like like being in Oklahoma being the prime example, because it's non-regulated technically as far as uh, an infrastructure goes, uh, they – there's a lot of bad business practices that happen, right? Like you want to work with weed. Everybody wants to work with weed. Everybody wants to get in added to the resume, right? This is why the green media package would be a good deal because you have certificates that get back your ass up, but to get your foot in the door, you know, trimming, bud tending whatever it is people take advantage of you and if you're not if, it, if it's a cash only you know what what do you mean you worked last week you're right. a shitty worker don't come back in please i have right. more rights because i own the land and i'm paying rent kick your ass out of my property versus you trying to chase me for the the week's worth of trimming you did for me because i wanted to see how well you worked out you know but in a regular workforce that's free labor it doesn't work that way i could sue you I can come after you with my rights.
2: Yeah, they like doing that. But here's one state that may probably not have unionization in their labor force. Uh, All the states are different. And in Arizona, they just announced 13 new dispensary licenses. Uh, This was the first round of the new uh, licensing that they had. That was a very short round. And this was a very easy application, provided that you had a half a million dollars in a bank account, lived in Arizona, and then also had every other piece of real estate that you needed lined up, ready to go. So a true millionaires club. And we are so grateful that they are here. Uh, So these yeah <clears throat> i mean so each, then, what, right? here, go ahead well
3: i was just to say because like like you said how it, first off it's a lottery right so in this lottery each ball in the lottery drawing money represented an applicant who paid a non-refundable thousand dollars chance to win. 25 000, non-refundable like this is just a chance
2: here's 25k yep the state collected 9.4 million from these applications god damn dude now again like uh it was a very easy application now one of the aspects was half a million in a bank account so they had to have that and then they also had to have the locations for because it's a vertically integrated these are very large licenses i mean they're multi-million dollar because they're the dispensary the farm and the processing so you have the, the full vertical integration so you also have to have that real estate and so you identified the of course that's not that's not nothing like you to have that real estate. You have to have it, you know, yeah. uh, but if you had it, there was a lot of people that applied. Um, I'm not sure how many. I guess we could do the math by taking the nine point four million and dividing it into twenty five thousand. Oh, I think geez. it was hundreds, hundreds applied for it, it
3: would have to be to, to make that kind of money. I mean, the zeros, the zeros that follow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. So Arizona had only had one hundred thirty dispensary licenses available before the lottery. The total now available one hundred forty three. About 125 shops are operating today. As some companies that control licenses have yet to open shops. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Oh always is- happens. yeah, with no
2: product or whatnot. No, people also run out of money or like they start fighting oh. or the regulations. Yeah. Uh and but then according to the DHS, the winners on Monday were uh, there's quite a few of them. Um, let's see: yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Where you should send them all? Thank you, gift baskets. You know, a basket of oranges from the collateral base. Hi, <laughs> tune in to cannabis industry. Uh, I'm sorry, cannabis legalization news and and. What types of deals do we need to do in Arizona? I'm I'm curious though. I I mean, 13. It's definitely a rich man's game.
3: That that's just sad, dude. I mean, it's, it's one of the.
2: Well, but like, here's the thing: those licenses have been a hit. All right, look at that. That's brand new licenses in Arizona before Illinois by a wide margin. Yeah, dude. Look at that. You know, money. Um, I think well, Ari- no, it's not money. Like the the chief, the chief. Principles of the regulation are at issue, and so, like in Arizona, they're they're the way that they wanted to regulate this was uh, to provide for maximal administrative efficiency, and then also for litigation mitigation. So they don't want to get sued, and they don't want to spend a lot of money, you know, making sure that the industry is is up to snuff. So they made it a millionaires club like that, where the only people that can get in are probably people that have, that have enough to lose. So they know what they're doing in, in quote unquote. Uh, But, they were able to give them licenses in in a matter of months. And Illinois has just a logjam of litigation and New Jersey has a logjam of litigation from 2019. So, you know, that's, that's how uh, States like Arizona and coming up Ohio and maybe your state can just jump the line and then go and, and allow it to be some, well, I mean, they could still have passed it so that they had to be union like that yeah. still could have been in the law, but how do you award these licenses? Are you going to do all these types of stupid, uh, like the state's going to pick the best, or are you going to do this where it's like shoot your shot bro but there's gotta be a way just like with the kpg
3: thing right like there's gotta be transparency so we know like there's some sort of value what how you're numbering or
2: evaluating like who, there's gotta be a fair transparent way Well, there's a standard it. that's the state standard that's like what the like an arizona and ohio and michigan is doing where it's like we're only accepting the applications that comply like yeah. you, you can apply anybody can apply and you, you crap on a piece of paper and you submit it and they're like this is just a piece of crap i know but like I want a license. Uh, And so if you don't comply, you don't comply. And if you do, then you get entered into this this little lottery. Well, you know, you you
3: said you weren't sure if uh, Arizona was a a unionized state. They're they're a state-right state. I used to work out there, and uh, I worked in a position where I could have been in a machine unionist, uh, machinist union, but I didn't. But, yeah, I'd be interested to see if they do uh, because – the business is already structured. People with money and the, the larger people are going to be the ones running the show right now. So the only way that workers are going to have a voice is if they unionize.
2: Right, that's that's really it. But then, like uh, in certain states, like states are red and blue. So yeah. like, you know, some states are are more like like New Hampshire. They have a union shop. I'm yeah. not shocked. I'm not shocked at all. New Jersey, they're going to have union shops. Not shocked. Arizona, maybe didn't shop, I'd be like, "Wow, that's pretty cool. That's interesting." (laughs) I think they will. Yeah. All right. uh, Any other uh, stories of the week? That was it. Wait. Let's leave with uh, we're not quite done with Arizona because we do get some information and uh, and interest from startups out of Arizona. But the social equity program has not yet been revealed. There's going to be another 26 marijuana retail licenses as part of the social equity program. Not sure what that's going to look like. Maybe get an uh, extra ball in the ball pit. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I want to send fruit baskets to all the winners and be like, can I take out to lunch? How's it going? You know, I mean, you want to smooth Let's go.
3: I got my backs
1: yeah congratulations i'm jealous i gotta wait like another month and then i'm for all vaccinated
2: yep. nice. yeah yeah i got the one and done and now they brought it back
1: yeah I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling better. well that's gonna do it for cannabis legalization news everyone thanks for tuning in we did throw the link in for the webinar which is happening this tuesday there's only eight more seats left now mm-hmm. so uh make sure you sign up for that And uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We'll see you then.